Hello there, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I am delighted that you are here to receive coaching today regarding your books, your blogs, your brands. This is a radio show where we go deep into the process of getting into our voice, the voice that helps you discover the ideas that you want to share with your own authentic branding behind it. Doesn't matter what you set out to write. I would love to help you here every Thursday, 4 o'clock Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. We go live here at KKNW. You can always catch the Encore Show on Friday mornings That's 6 a.m. Pacific and 9 a.m. Eastern. And we're available on most every podcast platform that you likely enjoy subscribing to. Speaking of which, I'd be so happy if you would go ahead and subscribe to Story You Talk Radio. Sure helps me out, helps me bring another show to you each week. And if you're hanging out feeling like this show is beneficial to you, boy, I wouldn't mind a few of your words getting plunked down in that review section. That also helps me out. And to honor you for helping me out, just send me a little note. Let me know you dropped a little review for me or a subscription and choose from either a signed journal to come your way or to be on my private newsletter list where you get all kinds of great coupons. It's only for the private group. You you can't subscribe unless you tell me directly. And you do that by going to Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. That's my email. Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at CoachDebbie.com. And just say, hey, I've been subscribing. I'd like to be on that private list. Or, hey, I've been reviewing. I'd like to receive that signed new fancy journal. And I'll get that right out to you. Thank you again for listening to Story You Talk Radio and allowing me to be your writing coach. We go deep. Like I said, each week we go deep. We bring you a new topic every single week. Were you here last week? We were giving you a crash course in confidence. We only had an hour, of course, and you could talk about confidence for a very long time. But some of the things we went over is how you might take exquisite care of yourself, how you might develop relationships with those that have gone before you, and how you might accept challenges that stretch you and give you more, more, and more confidence. We went into detail last week. I encourage you to catch that show. And if you listened, well, then you're just more than ready for this week's show. Because I'm going to talk to you about who can you trust. When it comes to writing a book, something of decent length, or when it comes to writing a blog, something you will do over a decent length of time, 
or when it comes to creating a brand, something that you will examine and probably take some time putting together, well, you got to know who you're going to trust through this journey. It's not about just getting to the end goal of having a book in your hands or having a full year of blog posts completed or having a brand that you really feel strong and happy to stand behind. There's more going on than that. You're really on a journey of creating and getting inspired and getting aligned with what matters to you. So who are you going to trust on that journey? Mm, Very good question. We're going to get deep on that today. I want to thank my communities right now. I have a community that I call my superstars. That's what they are. They are my superstars. Just about everybody in that group I met while I was teaching side-by-side with Alan Cohen. Uh, you know that he, he was my teacher for the life coaching program uh, that he offered through Hay House and his own production. And that was about 11 years ago now that I went through his program. Then I turned right around. I went through his mastery program. And as of 2021, uh, started teaching with him. And I'm having a ball. So I was doing this class alongside of him. He wrote the entire content for it. And it was this mastery class for spiritual writers I was just feeling so inspired being in there. And then every now and then when I wasn't watching or paying attention for like two seconds, he'd say, let's, let's send this question on over to, to Coach Debbie. Oh, you know how that is? And then you got to really, you got to ground yourself and really, really listen because you were dozing off for a half a second there. And you have to trust in yourself. You have to trust that in that moment, You've been chosen to, to speak, to talk, to share, and that you have something to say. Guess what? When you are writing a book, when you're putting together your blogs, when you are making the design of your latest and greatest branding, you're going to have to put trust, deep trust in you or nothing real is going to happen. I mean, you might end up with a book if you don't trust yourself, but it won't really be the one that you said you wanted to write. And you might get through a whole year of blog posts, but if you're not trusting yourself, it's just babble on the page. And what about your brand? You are not going to be a happy camper. If you hire someone to go alongside you and give you lots of advice around how to show your brand, if you're not trusting yourself to stand in that brand, the number one person you got to trust is you. And if you don't know how to trust you, then you need to find someone you can follow and trust. Now, that could be your higher power. That could be your coach. That could be your role model. You decide. But if you are lacking in any way, trusting yourself through the process, you need to get someone right in front of you that you can set your eyes on, tune your hearing to, 
lean into and trust because they're going to move you through the journey. And that journey is going to be you developing your book, your blog, your brand, whatever it is you want to create. This is how it works, my friends. When you decide there is something important to put out in the world, trust, self-trust is going to get you there. Now, why might I bring this up? Well, I was meeting with my superstars. I was telling you I have two great groups. One is my superstars. I met just about everybody in that group while I was teaching with Alan. And what we do in my superstars group, I want to tell you about this because I think I'm going to take it into the new year and I will open doors for enrollment at that time. And I think I'm going to start opening doors early so you can pre-enroll and get yourself an early bird special. So more on that in a minute. But the superstars and I, we get together and we learn about two main things. And this comes back to anyone that wants to write, but especially, especially is useful for the person that didn't necessarily go to college and major in literature or do their graduate work in memoir or in illustration or in anything at all that will take them through a book writing process. We talk about the difference between drafting and downloading. Mmm, downloading. Now let's come back to drafting for a minute, because if you did go to college to be a writer, oh my goodness, was drilled in you that drafting is key. It's essential. If you want to make an impression with your writing, you are going to be writing draft after draft. In other words, the first moment that your ideas start to form and you put them on paper, you could say you have draft one. That is your first attempt to put ideas on paper, whatever order they came out, whatever amount of ideas made it onto the page, however much development or structure you have, doesn't matter. That's your first draft. That's what we call it, a draft. Now let's say you feel pretty good about yourself. You drafted out three whole pages. I mean, I have some students that back in the day, if they drafted three whole pages, that was it. It was done. It was over. They were turning it in. They weren't going to look at it again until I had a grade at the top for them. But I just want to stress to you, a first draft is often very, very different from what we call a final draft. Oh, now a first draft, like I just said, it's how your ideas came out and just landed on the page. You weren't all worried about your spelling and your grammar and your structure and all of that, you were just trying to capture these ideas and get them out on the page. So job well done, my friend. You have a draft. But that doesn't mean it's complete. 
So what you might want to do now, now that you've invested some energy into creating something, you might want to get away from it for a little bit. Yeah? I mean, think about it this way. What if you were playing with your toddler and you really gave it your all for a couple hours? Oh, you're going to feel accomplished, but you're also going to feel just a a little tired. You might want to pass off toddler to someone else or see if you can rock little toddler into a cooing state so baby goes to sleep so you can have a little break. You can have a little break from what you've been doing. Similar to drafting, sometimes you're going to need a break, especially when you feel you got to the end of draft one. So go outside, live a little, call a friend, do something fun, but get away from that thing. Don't go so far, though, that you can't find your way back. Because, like I said, a draft. It's not the completed project. And when you're working on learning how to trust yourself, or like we said last week, when you are in the crash course of building confidence, you know you have what it takes to come home, pick up that draft, and read those three pages to yourself. Take a look at what you got. Now, before you start going, oh, I can't believe that's what I said. I mean, a couple hours ago, I thought this was brilliant. And now what have I done? Oh, geez, I don't know if I like it. You're going to have to start trusting yourself. I really mean it. To work with this mood that is now up. You thought you were done. You drafted. But actually, you're now in the stage of having a certain reaction. With any luck... You picked up those three pages of writing and you said, ooh, I like this even more than when I left. And that's a wonderful thing. But usually, usually when we take our eyes off it, we go and we're out in the world and we're getting rejuvenated again. When we come back, guess who's sitting on our shoulder? Our old pal, the critic. And that's who sees everything that they don't want to have in the final version. But, you know, the critic is not a scholar. No, you need to understand this. A critic just judges and says, how come you did it that way? Why'd you do this? What made you think of that? They get a little nasty with you. But it doesn't mean that the critic is a great editor You're going to have to be that. You're going to have to start trusting that you know what you really want to say, that you have the ability to structure it now, that you can go in with your keen sense, using your top English skills, and create another draft. Oh, my goodness. And after you do that, guess what? You're going to get outside, roam around, have a good time, and you're going to create, when you come back, the final draft. When you are studying writing, you're learning how to draft. Now, guess what, my friends? Let's say you don't go to school for writing. Let's say 
you're more of an intuitive person. Uh Uh-huh. Well, then what you're going to really want to be in touch with is how to work with the download. And it doesn't mean you're off the hook with drafting. It's good to learn a little about that, if not a lot. I mean, of course, your editor knows a whole lot about it. But it behooves you to learn a little something about drafting. But let's say you don't have the time to enroll in a four-year college program. I highly recommend it. But let's say you don't. There is a way for you to take down the ideas coming from your highest self. So that's what we're going to break into as we start the second section of our show today. We have a little break that we have to go to now, but stay tuned. This show is all about learning to trust number one, and that's you. We'll be right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today. We are piggybacking on our topic that we started last week. We were really looking into your confidence as a writer, how you start to feel confident going forward and just claiming, I am a writer. I want to be an author. I am willing to go a distance. When you can start to, that whole sentence with the I, I am doing this. You're stepping into your identity as an author and you're growing your confidence. So now, once you've made the decision that you are going to write, you are becoming an author You're going to want to know exactly who to trust. And I'm suggesting, my friend, that you begin with you. You trust you. And if you feel like that's absolutely impossible, then it's time to employ your higher power, your faith system, your coach, your role model, your mentor, someone who can lead you in those early days across the bridge on your way to transforming into being an author. If you like the things you hear here and you would like to go deeper with me as a writing coach, I encourage you to write to me. You can go to my website, coachdebbie.com, and click on Connect. That allows you to send me a letter, coachdebbie.com, and Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. I'd love to hear from you. 
and just know what is it you're thinking of working about or what project are you in the middle of. You only have to share a little bit from me and I'll start to get a sense and we can figure out when to put a free consultation on the calendar for you. And if I can't support you in what you want to do, I'll bet you I know someone who can. So let's get back to it. Who are you going to trust? I want you to trust you. I was telling you I work with this group. I call them my superstars. They're just a wonderful group of writers. They're learning about drafting and they're learning about downloading. And one gal wrote in and she said this. I did, oops, sorry. I did last week's assignment and at first I felt like I was really successful. I got the second blog post out in one sitting. I've really never done that before. But in the first one, not only did I get the, the post out in one sitting, but I started to argue with myself. In the second one, I got the post out in one sitting, but then when I came back after a long break, it just looked so different than before I left. What is going on? How is it that these words that I so want to share with the world make me sick to my stomach when I think about sending them out in a post? I'm going to stop right there for a minute. All right. Sick to her sweet little tummy. That's not what we want. But here's why it happens. When you are drafting, you're working with that side of your brain that knows it's time to start putting things into some sort of structure, some sort of order, some sort of organization. You've done the download, and you are now moving into the next process, a little more left brain, a little less on the deep creative right brain zone, where you're making sure all the all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted, that your paragraphs are somewhat similar in length, that your point has been made, all of that. The thing is, is that when you're really, really in your zone and you're writing, you're actually doing what I like to call downloading. You're hearing from almost a voice that is as you might think, a little more intelligent than you or a little more detached from you. It's almost as if like this wizard that is part you, part not, is writing down your ideas. There's times when you write something down and you think, "Woo, I like that. And you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. But then when you take your break, you go out, You experience the world a bit, and you come back, you know it's time to put on that left brain sort of editor hat that starts to look at the draft, starts to think about organizing, punctuating, all of that stuff that you learned in the early days of grammar school. And if you ask me, it was not the fun part. It wasn't about storytelling character development, building scenes, 
knowing your props and where they go and all that good stuff. Uh Uh-uh. No. It's more about the paragraph, the structure, the beginning, the middle, the end, all of that stuff. If you don't have a great relationship with drafting, it's just going to feel like pain taking your ideas and putting them in a succinct, finished product. And I think that's what my dear superstar who wrote in was saying. She was feeling like in the moment that she was writing, things came out nicely. But when she came back, not so much. And how come? We have two really distinct sides of our brain that engage in writing. The right side of your brain is all about just taking in ideas, filling up the page with lofty, wonderful details, relishing in the story of it. It's creative. It's having a great time. The left side of your brain is more about what what stays, what goes, what fits, what doesn't. Some of us call it a black and white sort of thinking, a right and wrong sort of thinking. It can be really, really painful when that part of our brain kicks in and it leaves us feeling as though all the creativity we brought to the writing was for nothing. It's as though we notice that we need to form better paragraphs clear up the sentence structure, make a cohesive ending, and in our inability to trust that we can do it, we fall for the prank. And that is that what looked really creative and beautiful a moment ago now just looks like mushy, stupid writing. I hear this from writers all the time. I loved what I wrote on Monday. I got back to it on Tuesday and I hated it. I hear this all the time. This, my friend, is failing to trust yourself. Why? Because when you put on that left side of the brain that's really taking inventory of what you've done, getting ready to put it all in order, that side often can care so much about doing it right that it fails to see all the creative mojo you had the day before. So this is what I want for you. I want you to start understanding that trust starts, continues, and ends with bringing your right brain along. It is important that you do not, that you do not part with your creative side while you're doing all the other important left brain finishing of your draft. A lot of people will say, since I have two sides of the brain, I need to figure out when to use which side. In fact, I had a back and forth going on uh, with my client Scott here, and I just want to bring up what we were talking about. Sorry. Here we go here. 
So I was saying to Scott, I think you've really come along as a writer. Take a look at my notes on your draft. He came back to me and said, sorry for the delay. I was just a little bit mortified when I read my words again. Can I even use these for my original intention? I wrote back, Scott, I'm not following you. I think you have a brilliant piece of work going on here. Tell me a little bit more. He writes back. When I first wrote this piece, I thought it would reach all of my team. When I reread this piece, I see that I have no flow. I'm just a bucket of ideas and there is no cohesion at all. You speak of cohesion a lot in your class. I don't think I followed any of those rules, and I'm not even remembering what the rules are. All right. Now, what I want you to hear in that is just a tiny bit of panic coming out of Scott. That's not a normal, a normal. <laughs> that's, that's not something that I ever flinch about. It's so common when we write, when we put ideas down, to feel like our project is done. In Scott's case, he was writing for his team. And these are ideas where they're going to bring training forward to uh, a large clientele. He felt good about it. I gave him some ideas of how he can really get it tightened up and ready for showtime. And now that he's read through it, he's thinking, "Uh uh-uh, time to get back to the drawing board. The only reason we feel that way when we go back to our writing is because somewhere in our mind, there's this idea that there's a right way to do it and a wrong way. And we're seeing the wrong way on the page in front of us. But this, my friend, is failure to trust yourself, failure to understand that sometimes we have to write down our ideas, move them around, give them new ways to express themselves before they're ready for an audience. Doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong yet. Nothing's gone wrong. But if you dismiss that right side of your brain, that creative side that just took the download in, and now all you're left with is the left side of your brain, that's really critical, it might start to tell you, you're not there yet. You need to start over. This can be really, really painful for people. And what it does more than anything is it kicks you right out of trusting yourself. So let's start talking now about ways in which you can trust yourself a little bit more as you develop as a writer. Again, I don't want you feeling like the person you have to put all your trust in is your publisher. Because after all, you got to get a whole manuscript done before you're really working with your publisher. You got to trust yourself long before that. I don't want you thinking that your editor 
is the one and only person to trust because they are schooled. And whatever level of schooling you have is inferior to them. Even if it's true that your editor has more schooling than you, it's not true that your editor is the only one to trust. Not at all. You want to be trusting you. Anytime you set out to do a writing project, you're starting to cross a bridge. You're transforming across the bridge. You're going from being the writer of something to actually authoring it and publishing and putting it out into the world in your name. So we want you feeling good. So one way you can start to develop trust in yourself, like we talked about a minute ago, is never send your right brain totally home. Never send that creative side in you so far away that the only thing you can hear is your left brain telling you how to structure, how to do it right, how to get it done so well that no one could possibly compete with you. You want to keep some of your right brain on board, that creative, ingenious, intuitive side of you. Here's another thing I want to encourage if you're learning how to trust yourself. I want you to do just a little bit more writing that is for your eyes only and not intended for the public. Let's say you made a commitment that every day for the next seven days, you are going to write a paragraph that only you would ever see. Only you. Now, one thing about this is it's going to allow you to write about any topic you want because you know nobody's ever going to read it. Another thing is that it's going to allow you to say it any way you want to say it because no one's ever going to read it, be rejected by it, feel offended by it, ask you questions about it. But more than anything, This kind of writing that you know is just for you is going to liberate you and stretch you into doing things that are new to you. It's like it automatically starts to happen. Maybe you start to write long, interesting sentences. Maybe you start to even create your own rebuttal to your ideas. Maybe you get really illustrative with your words and your descriptive voice because after all, nobody's going to read it, critique it, tell you what to do, tell you to stop. No one. I bet you, my friends, if you take on seven days of writing, just a paragraph or two, something that you are going to keep to yourself, You make a commitment. I'm not going to share this with anyone. You're going to stretch yourself into deeper trust with your own voice. And by doing this, you're going to start to find that some of those things you write, some of those things you said were going to be just for you. You're going to want to share them. You are. You're going to want to share them with people 
because you're going to see them as high quality pieces of writing. You're going to want others to know you did this. This is one of the ways you develop trust in yourself. You keep it private until you feel very ready for it to go public. I have more ideas for you, my friends, about how we build our trust muscles as writers. Stay tuned with me. I got one more break coming up and we'll be right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I am your writing coach, Coach Debbie, and I'm here on Thursdays every week at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I'd love for you to catch the Encore Show on Fridays if you miss our live show, and those are at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and of course, we are available on your favorite podcast platforms. This is Story, capital U, Talk Radio. Now, we are talking today about trusting yourself as a writer. And this follows up from our show last week when we were really getting into what I like to call the crash course of how to build your confidence. It's it's not easy any time you think you want to put your writing out in the world to just feel confident that this belongs out there among all the other things that already live out there. But there are plenty of ways to build confidence in a short period of time. I was telling you earlier about my superstars that I meet with every other Friday I'm thinking we're going to take that into the new year, which means if you want to sign up to be one of the superstars and to learn about trusting yourself as a writer and an author, learn what goes into drafting, learn how to put together a very short article all the way up to a series of blog posts, all the way on to maybe a manuscript or a book. This might be a great program for you. The superstars are people that have either had formal education or none at all. They're picking up right where they left off or they are starting fresh. I have a way of offering the content so that 
wherever you're at, you will not only get your needs met, but you will also be in community with others where you get to ask questions. There are many of us that reply to those questions. Everything is recorded. And like I said, we will be offering an early enrollment for 2024 so you can get the best deals. If you want in on that, go to CoachDebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. That'll allow you to receive the newsletter and all of the special rates that I promise you here when we are live at KKNW Story You Talk Radio. I also have a lovely group of women. Yeah, that was gutsy on Coach Debbie's part because I have plenty of men in my community. But this group, the Heroine Salon, it's just for the ladies. And here we're really learning about the heroine's journey. It's kind of like a hero's journey, but heroines have their own way of going around the 12-step process. If you're curious about that, I would love it if you reached out to me by email. Just write to Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Ask me about the heroines group. We still have open doors right now. And we will be in session uh, all the way through June 2024. And all of those are recorded as well. I would love to hear from you if this sounds interesting to you. It is about studying the heroine's journey, a lot like the hero's journey, but in the way that a more feminine energy goes about it when she is in creative mode. It's really fun. (laughs) I'm having a great time. I'm really glad that I said yes to it. Now today... We're really looking at how we can trust ourselves as writers and authors. What I find is that trust sometimes comes in spurts. You feel really, really trusting of yourself on Monday because you got extra sleep on the weekend and you're setting out to write something easy breezy and it just feels good. And somehow, by the time Thursday rolls along, You think everything you did in the early part of the week is words that we just can't say here. You're not happy with it. You're not happy. You've kind of turned on yourself a bit. Now, we do this when we forget that our creative side was downloading, just sitting there ready to receive the information and taking it down writing it, enjoying it, it's a little different than actually being in the left side of our brain that does the critiquing, the editing, the organizing, structuring. When it's time to do that, you have another task. But if you forget that part of you that created it, you might just think all you got here is mush. No. You actually have another task to take on. It's time to structure it. It's time to get into the organization. So 
what I want you to do to start trusting that that early drafting process, those early ideas that you took down really do matter, I want you to do this. I want you to realize that when you get the the knee-jerk reaction almost to write something and you, you sit and you write, that happens because you've been called to take it down. It's not just you in the process. Your mind and all the little neurons in your mind are going on. Your experiences are awake. Your senses are alive. You need to trust that you got the hit to take this information down for a reason and do it and do it. If you can trust this, you're going to start to build those muscles as a writer who knows that he or she belongs in charge of doing this project. But another thing I want you to realize is sometimes there's sensations in your body, like a really, a really cool sensation can sort of come over you sometimes when, you know, maybe you're watching a film or you're reading from your favorite author, you're listening to a podcast and you're relaxing into someone else's words. And all of a sudden, this cool feeling comes over you and you've got an idea and you get up and you go and you write it down. You can trust that that is happening for some future reason for your writing. Now, you might write it down in a few days. It looks like garbly gook to you, but it really isn't. It came to you in a, in a moment when you were listening to someone else's words. Come back to it. Don't walk away from it from a long period of time. Come back to it. Get into the detail of it. What does it want to share with you? I want to tell you a little story about someone that I really, really enjoyed coaching. She was just one of those vibrant people that her name was Hannah. She was one of these vibrant people that whenever we would get on the call, she was just always ready for whatever came next. One of the things I loved about coaching Hannah is she had so many topics she would write about. Now, she didn't really aspire to be a book author, but she wanted to put out a blog. She didn't aspire to making a lot of money with it. More than anything, she was looking for a way as a mom to have creative energy going into something that she could one day look back and say, I wasn't just changing diapers and feeding and running kids to nursery school. And I, I don't say that lightly, like those are, are small things. But just relaying to you the tone in which Hannah had around this, she didn't want to just remember the young years with her kids as tasks. And one of the things I said to her was, how are you being creative with your kids? She had all kinds of stories to share with me around that. And I said, well, then why is it that you're afraid 
you're going to look back on these years and just remember potty training. And she said, because I'm not, I'm not doing anything with it. When I was a little girl, my mom made for me this baby book. I have all these pictures and all these notes and all these stickers and all these things that she put together for me. And I'm not doing this for my kids, but I really, really want to be creative. I want to have something I can remember this time by that isn't just around tasks. So Hannah and I got to work. And like I said, she was a delight to coach. One day she would show up and say, oh my gosh, I am so excited. I made a game for my three-year-old twins to play together and they're having so much fun. So she'd tell me about this game. And while I had ideas of how she could market it and make money and all of that, Hannah just wanted to delight in her time with her kids. Perfect. That is a perfect thing for a writer to do. By the end of our time working together, which was somewhere around six months, Hannah had put together many pieces of writing. She had done these little sketches of her twins. She had three-year-old twins And she had one just a tiny bit older, about a year and a half older, that was in nursery school. And I just felt like our time together was a true success because what Hannah was starting to do was trust that not only was she great at being a mom, but she was great at creating experiences for them. She was great at documenting the memories She was great at illustrating things that she didn't really want to just limit to words. She had all these different ways of authoring this special time with her kids. And my hope is that now, some years later, Hannah is still finding time to be creative, be in that right brain side where she is documenting her time with her kids. Now, it could have gone very differently. It could have been that Hannah wasn't as jovial about doing some project and she had her left brain side operating or that she was really into the the structure and the final etiquette of how this was all going to look. If that had been the case, I don't think Hannah ever would have created a game for her three-year-olds. I don't think she would have gotten into illustrating these stories. I don't even know if she would have continued. What matters is that we start to learn to trust that we are full, I mean full, of creative energy. You will never tap it out you will never run out of creativity. The only way you might, for a little while, entertain the idea that it could even possibly be so, that you run out of creative energy, is if you get into that left side of your brain, the one that's in charge of the rules, the structure, the organization, and you let it think it's the only part of your brain, because it's not. 
when you're really, really creating from a download, when you're really, really listening to your calling as a writing, uh, a writer, when you are really in that moment of feeling the tapped inclination that you've got an idea and you got to capture it right now, that right brain is leading you. It's helping you. It's forming a certain bond with you. Let the left brain come along and work with the draft. Help the draft have more flow, more development, more organization. But do not abandon that side of you that is creative. Let that side of you be present. Let that side of you always linger because that is your real side. You were born with your creativity. You had to learn the other side. You had to learn how to organize and structure your writing. But your creative side, you want to always be in tune with it, trusting it, developing it, having a relationship with it. That will serve you always as you are writing and authoring your works. Oh, my friends, we are running out of time, but I really hope this served you. I want you to thrive as a creative writer, and I want you putting your work out into the world once you have spent adequate time with your draft and getting it tweaked just how you want it. May this topic serve you. We bring you a topic that is new each Thursday. I love spending this hour with you. And until next week, my friends, namaste.